Hello and welcome to Pause Pop, positively pop culture, where we talk about things we love enthusiastically and without guilt. I'm K.W. Taylor. And I'm Carrie Yesner. And this week we have special guest Rachel Porter back with us to talk about musicals. We are Yay! so excited. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> All right. Well, I, th- I think we should just start. Yes, we're just going to, Rachel, we're just going to grill you. We're basically going to turn this into hot seat and ask you a bunch of questions, <laughs> but we're all going to talk about the questions, okay? Okay. Sounds good. I, I love being in the hot seat. Yes. <laughs> so let's just start out with what's your favorite musical of all time? So based on the amount of time I have loved it, I am choosing for this Les Miserables. It was the first musical I really, really fell in love with. It was, I believe, the first musical I saw live, and certainly it was the first one I saw on Broadway. I love it very much. And currently the story of a people rising up against oppression seems like top notch, <laughs> which might be a theme in some of what I talk about. So that's probably like if I'm thinking about the love of my life musical, it's probably still Les Mis. Okay. Okay. It's a good one. Yeah, I love Les Mis. I have seen that. I would probably have to go like if I'm really, really being honest, I would have to go with Phantom of the Opera. That's also a good one. See, I have somehow never seen Phantom. So I have really? like big gaps. Oh. Yep. I would love oh, to see wow. it. I love some of the music very much, but I haven't seen yeah. it. Awesome. How about you, Carrie? Mine is Wicked. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It came out when I was in high school and I just fell in love with the, the songs and the story. After it opened on Broadway, it, it opened in Chicago as like a, not a touring thing, but just a Chicago production. Mm-hmm. And my parents have friends out there, so they were, like, super great, and they took me out to Chicago for over the summer, and they took me to go see it, and I was, like, ecstatic. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love Wicked. Mm-hmm. I've never actually seen Wicked. I've certainly heard the, the music, and, and I'm familiar with the story, but I've never actually seen that one, so I gotta get on that. Yeah. You should see it one day, because I think it's... The music is good, but it's it's a lot better when you have have all of the context oh for sure i think what i love about wicked is the like steps away from its original content it is Mm -hmm. because it's a musical that's based on a book that's based on a movie that's based on an old book (laughs) yes (laughs) and i just i love that it's like it's progressively farther away from where it started and yet it, it holds the core really well. If we want to get yeah. really pedantic, the, the entire children's book of The Wizard of Oz is actually based on various 1930s political political economics that L. Frank Baum was thinking about. But anyway. <laughs> well, there we go. So it's a musical based on a movie. No, sorry, a musical based on a book, based on a movie, based on a book, based on political economics that L. Frank Baum was thinking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question two. What musical have you seen multiple times live? Well, more than one. So I have seen Wicked a few times, which I love that. Uh, We just talked about that. Mm -hmm. I have seen, let me think, Chicago. No, I've only seen that once. Sorry. I've seen Rent a couple of times, and I really do love Rent very much. But the one, certainly, that I have seen the most, by far, is Hamilton, an American (laughs) musical. I've seen it five times in three different countries. Oh, wow. I've seen it twice in New York. I've seen it in London. I've seen it here where I live in Durham when it was traveling. And I was so fortunate to also get tickets and go see it in Puerto Rico when Lin-Manuel Miranda was 
reviving his lead role. That's awesome. Wait, how many? So wait, how many countries did you say? Three or two? I said three, but it's actually two. (laughs) (laughs) Puerto Rico is not a different country. My apologies to Puerto Rican listeners. You are part of the United States. But you've seen it off of the American mainland twice. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. It's very cool. I've only seen that once. I saw it in Columbus and it was wonderful, but I've only seen it once. Oh, I'm the only one who hasn't seen that yet. Oh. Have you seen it on Disney Plus yet? No. It's on my list. I'm just kind of scared that I won't like as much as everyone else likes it. <laughs> no, it's you will. It's very good. I okay. I have actually not watched the Disney Plus version yet. I've been It's it's one of those things where it came out obviously during the pandemic and it seemed like, oh, this is comfort. But then I also was like, once I watch it, I will have watched it and I will not get mm. to have it. So it's a cake and eat it too <laughs> quandary. And I think I may be waiting for a holiday or something. Maybe okay. watch it over Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah. But, mm. hey, that's a good idea. Maybe we can we can watch it together for the first time. That would be great. Yes. Yeah. We should do that. I want to watch two. You can do it. <laughs> yes, yeah, you please. can be there. <laughs> It will be my third time seeing it on Disney Plus. That's fine. (laughs) Now I've seen there's a musical that I every time it's coming anywhere near me, I always make a point of seeing it, whether it's a a professional production or amateur production or whatever. And that's Man of La Mancha. I've seen I don't even remember how many times I've seen that. I've seen it not quite 10 times, but close (laughs) to it. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And I love it. And the ironic thing is the movie version, even though it stars Peter O'Toole, whom I love, is awful and I hate it so much. And I own it on VHS, but I've only seen it maybe twice and it's terrible. <laughs> oh. Why do you own it? Well, to be a completist fan, oh, okay, like okay. I need to own it, but I love the original <laughs> Broadway cast album, which I listen to, you know, more regularly than not. And I will see that at the drop of a very small hat. It is beautiful. It's not as popular, but it's it's got the song The Impossible Dream, which is very, very inspiring. I've even seen it in French too, so Nice. That is so nerdy. (laughs) (laughs) But awesome. I love Don Quixote. It's one of my favorite stories. I think it's just really beautiful. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, that's based on Don Quixote. No, I knew that. I just I didn't know that you liked Don Quixote that much. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I don't think I've really seen anything that many times. I'm gonna have to go with Wicked. I saw it in Chicago and Pittsburgh when it came through. But I think that's it. I... Unless you count like high school musicals and stuff, because I always used to like to go to those. So I've seen like Oklahoma a couple times and stuff like that. But Mm. yeah, that's the I think that's the only professional one I've seen professionally more than once. I think high school productions count. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. Then (laughs) Oklahoma as well. But still, only twice. I somehow forgot to mention, I have also seen Les Mis more than once. The Love of My Life musical, and I forgot to say it. (laughs) So what is the most obscure musical that you like? Probably. So I don't know if these are actually obscure or not. So I just want to say that. (laughs) But the annual 25th Putnam County Spelling Bee, or no, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee is very cute and has very cute music and i enjoy that i haven't seen it but i have listened to the soundtrack many times and then avenue q which was really popular for a hot minute Mm -hmm. but hasn't been in a long time yeah so i don't know how well known it is at this point i know i saw that live in a like a black box theater production here in dayton and it was only a couple years ago but i feel like nobody remembers that all of a sudden 
and it's really good. Exactly. It is so good. One of my favorite obscure ones is Romance Romance, which was only on Broadway for like a minute in 1988. And I saw it live with Greg Brady, Barry Williams in the lead role. Whoa. And he was really good. But I got into it because Scott Bakula was in the Broadway version and I got the cast album years later after he'd been on it. But um, I thought it was really cute. And so then when it came touring, I went and saw it with Barry Williams. And it's really good. It's a weird little show that's like a two one act musicals that are seemed together and they actually don't have that much in common with each other but it's the same cast playing all the roles Hmm. what about you okay i actually have to go back and amend my answer from before because i've seen jesus christ superstar multiple times (laughs) (laughs) i was like how did i forget that one let's see the most obscure probably is jane Eyre, which i don't even remember when it came out like 2001 or something and i don't think I don't know if it was on Broadway or off Broadway, but I don't think it lasts very long. But I have the sound, the cast album, and we went to go see it at Point Park University when I was like a freshman in college. So we just hopped on the bus and they put it on. It's very dramatic and like gothic. It's 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 great. <laughs> Had no idea that was, I've never heard of either of your musicals, so yay obscurity. <laughs> Wait, you haven't heard of Jesus Christ Superstar? Oh, no, that was, I wasn't thinking of that as your obscure one. I thought that was, I thought Jane Eyre was the obscure one. (laughs) I misunderstood. You meant, you meant KWs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) sorry. Sorry for the confusion. I've heard of both of your obscure ones, so I feel very erudite. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So what's your favorite movie musical? Oh, gosh. Okay. So. That's a really hard question. Mm-hmm. And I guess, what is going to define movie musical for this conversation? I think any filmed version of either either something that was originally a play or not. It could be like original to film that was just a musical. But if it's like a more staged production, that's okay too. But, but like, okay, so we have like in this category, certainly for me going to be The Sound of Music. And Mary Poppins. Mm. I love them both. Yes. So much. Those are great. And I guess I'm wondering is like the original Disney Aladdin is amazing Mm -hmm. or Beauty and the Beast. And are we counting those as movie musicals? They're musicals. Yeah. Just because they're animated. I think that still counts. Absolutely. Cool. In that case, it's a hard like five way tie (laughs) 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 between Sound of Music Oh, it might even be more than five. Oh, gosh. Somebody else should go because I can't just be listing like eight movies right now. Well, I also think Mary Poppins is really good. And that was never like that started as a movie musical. And then it they did have a stage adaptation, which I don't love the stage version as much as the movie. I, I, it's fine. It's a little bit looser. It's not directly adapted from the film. And as such, it doesn't quite work as well for me. But one that I think it was it was a stage production, but it's much more known as a film musical is Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I think people don't people don't even remember that it was originally like on London's West End and all that. So so yeah, I'm gonna go with that one for mine. That's a good one. I I'm gonna second one of Rachel's, which is The Sound of Music, because I think it's the first one I ever saw. Mm. I remember we had it like taped off the television. <laughs> And my sister and I yes. watch it when, yeah, when we were like four, <laughs> when I was four. <laughs> so that's a really important one to me. And also, just in terms of enjoyment, Mamma Mia is up there. 
because mm. there's so much joy and delight in it. Yes. And then I went through this Judy Garland phase in high school, and Meet Me in St. Louis has stuck with me mm. for all this time. Mm. So I really love Meet Me in St. Louis, too. That's good. Cool. I'm going to also say Bye Bye Birdie, because even though that was also on Broadway, I think the movie is much more iconic, and that's another kind of older one that's really cute. Cool. Okay. Very cool. I'm going to go with two categories. <laughs> one category is movies that were absolutely, like, cinematic versions of stage musicals. Yes. And that would be currently Rent and Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Okay. Yes. I love both of those. I love that they aren't just like the stage musical being filmed. I love mm-hmm. that it is a whole separate thing. Mm-hmm. And I really love both of them. And the cast of them are amazing, in my opinion. And they're so fun. Mm-hmm. And then there's movies that simply are musicals, but we're not necessarily based on stage or could be mm-hmm. like sound of music is a good example of that it is both for sure but yeah. i love it and i only have seen the movie and i really only associate that yeah. with what it is mm-hmm. and mary poppins i'm gonna stick with those two okay. little mermaid is a real close third the little mermaid is great there was another mm. one i was gonna mention oh my gosh oh it's escaped me anyway <laughs> let's move on <laughs> yeah if you think of it <laughs> i will okay rachel big question were you in your high school musicals? <laughs> no. <laughs> Despite my propensity to sing at the drop of anyone's hat <laughs> and to come very, like, my dream is to, like, I don't know, start or be in a flash mob that is somehow natural in the grocery store. Because as we have discussed, either on this pod or off, grocery store music, when you are our age... Kills it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> it is so good. But despite all of that, I cannot sing. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are no notes to be carried. <laughs> so even if, I mean, A, my high school, as far as I know, did not actually put on musicals. But oh. B, even if it did, and I probably would have auditioned because I was a little unself-aware, <laughs> I don't think I would have been cast. Oh. <laughs> Well, I was technically in The Music Man and Anything Goes, but I was in the background. I was an extra. Even though I can, well, I could at one point sort of sing. I was in choir and stuff. <laughs> but, but I was trying to get my International Thespian Society points, and you had to be an extra in so many things and so many... Because I really like to do tech stuff, not okay. acting. And I got my acting points in a non-singing role in a play. So I just needed to be in a musical, and they let the tech crew do extra work in order to get their thespian points. So I was in The Music Man and Anything Goes, but I didn't really do anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's so pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, I was in mine and freshman year through junior year, I was in the background. One time in my junior year, we did Kiss Me Kate and I got to play the trumpet on stage, which (laughs) which was fun. And then my senior year, we, I went to a really, really small school, so it wasn't like they had a lot of people to choose from. I'm not saying that I'm good or anything, but they split the narrator part in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat up into three, and I was one of the narrators. Ooh, so it was a lot of fun. Cool. Fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Good memories in the high school musical. <laughs> I loved sure. doing high school thespian society stuff. It was so fun. It was just so fun. Whether you were on stage <laughs> or just doing behind the scenes stuff, it was great. Mm-hmm. So, what is the best cast album, even if you don't like the show itself? I mean, 
I think for best cast album, for me, I'm going to have to give it to Hamilton, and here's why. Because it is almost, with the exception of one or two moments, one really like big moment of the show is left off of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And one like note of the show is left <laughs> off of the soundtrack. Where, you know, Lynn on Twitter said, I, you had to see it. I, ha- I knew you would see it, and I had to let you see it. Mm-hmm. But other than those two things, it is the whole musical start to finish. Mm-hmm. And... I just think that is such an act of service for accessibility of musicals Mm -hmm. and accessibility of this art. And I mean, the cat, the original cast is also just beyond incredible. Mm -hmm. They are so amazing, but that they made it a really whole experience. Mm -hmm. I really love that. That's a great one. And I love it. I love it. And I obviously had listened to it before I got to see it. I'm going to go with one where I've never seen the show. And I've not really had any desire to, but the cast album is weirdly fun. And that's this kind of obscure show called Shenandoah from the 1970s with John Cullum was the main guy. And it's set in the American Revolution, but it's a comedy-esque thing. And all the songs have like a little bit of a quasi-country folk flavor to them. And the songs are just really cute. And I don't even know how I got, I think I checked out of the library when I was in high school. And I was like, this is really cute, but I don't really care about seeing it. (laughs) And um, their songs, I don't even listen to that anymore, but there's songs that are still stuck in my head sometimes. Cool. Never heard of it. That's awesome. I yeah, haven't either. Cute. Yeah. It's cute. I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah. What about you, Carrie? That's a hard one. I really don't want to keep saying Wicked, <laughs> but it's up there. <laughs> that cast album is really good. Yeah. But the other two, I guess they're probably all tied. I like them in different ways. So there's Waitress, which oh. I love. Yes. <laughs> yes do you like that yeah. I, I yes the movie and the show i love them both yes yeah i've been a sarah Brillis fan since her first album so i was just and as a broadway fan too as a musical fan when i heard that she was writing a musical i was like this is everything i wanted in life <laughs> <laughs> so i really love that soundtrack and and i'm gonna throw in once in there purely because i really like the music and i've seen the the film, but I haven't actually seen it on stage. But I think the music is really great. And I like the style. It's sort of like folksy pop and stuff like that. So yeah, those are my three answers. Cool. So what, what is your favorite, quote, bad musical stage or screen? So here's what's hard. (laughs) I happen to think these things are great. Yes. (laughs) So and I've been racking my brain for this one since, like, uh, I don't know. It's so hard to figure this out. So I was listening to one of my podcasts yesterday or the day before, and they said that the new Moulin Rouge stage show is terrible. Oh, really? They did say this, and I yelled at them <laughs> uh, because I thought it was fantastic. And I thought it was one of the most fun times. I've ever had at a musical mm-hmm. like it was just so much fun and it's it's a jukebox musical so it's not a lot of original songs I think there might have been one but it's like I mean the movie is like this too where they're using songs that we know to tell a new story mm-hmm. or to tell an mm-hmm. old story in a new way is more accurate yeah and they updated it in the movie musical so that it's I mean in the musical on the stage musical that's what I want 
-hmm. So it's like newer songs Mm -hmm. and the older songs. And I thought it was incredibly well done. And when my podcast started slamming it, I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a bad musical because I thought it was like the best time ever. Another one (laughs) that I saw that I went in with like super low expectations on was the stage musical version of the movie Cruel Intentions. That's probably the obscure one for me, actually. Oh, I didn't even know they did a musical of that. Yes. My friend and I got tickets for it on a lark because they were like real cheap on Groupon. (laughs) And we were like, okay, 20 bucks. We'll go check this out. Whatever. (laughs) Very, very low expectations. Mm -hmm. It was so much fun. And it was wild because the way they did it, it was practically word for word the movie. Uh Uh-huh. But they also infused, it was another jukebox jukebox musical, so they infused lots of different pop songs in it. And knowing nothing going in, we were both taken by such surprise, and it was so enjoyable. And I can acknowledge that when I listen to the album, the song is not that great. (laughs) (laughs) It does not sound as good without all of the, like, adrenaline. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it was so much fun. So I don't know what makes a musical bad. But I love those, and I don't know that everybody would. Okay. That's really interesting, because, I mean, bad and good are very objective. But sometimes you really just need that live energy from a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. exactly. Carrie, what's your favorite bad musical? <sighs> this was really hard, and I am not really satisfied with my answers. But I'm going to say, my first one I'm going to say is Phantom of the Opera. Oh, the- what what oh go ahead go ahead the screen version oh oh yeah the oh the movie version is terrible yeah (laughs) that's not nice i like it a lot okay (laughs) it came out when i was in high school and like my sister and i were so excited and my cousins were really excited and we all went to see it and then as time went on i sort of realized that no one else in the world liked it (laughs) so i guess that one's yeah that one you obviously don't like it as a big phantom fan yeah, I'm sorry. There's good yeah, things about okay. it. It's very pretty. I think that it was very- <laughs> filmed very beautifully. <laughs> high praise indeed. And then- <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that Gerard Butler could sing. So that was something. Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. Anyway, my other answer is, <laughs> is I watched it this summer during quarantine. It's a filmed version of a staged version you know what i'm talking about you know yes (laughs) of pride and prejudice it's a musical by paul gordon and i think it was like a really pretty small production out in california somewhere and you know what objectively i don't think it's great i don't (laughs) i don't (laughs) love the music i don't know if i would ever get the soundtrack but i had so much fun watching it (laughs) so that's my other answer what about you Okay, so we didn't talk about one of my one of my favorite movie musicals is Grease, but I think that Grease is supplanted as my favorite bad musical by Grease 2. Grease oh, 2 yeah. with Michelle Pfeiffer and Maxwell Caulfield, and it has very iconic songs and it's it's a thing where <laughs> I think if you see it when you're a teenage girl, like it just kind of there's something about it that's a little bit more of a draw than Grease the first Grease because I think that the girl character in Grease 2 is stronger and more interesting. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Grease 2. You know who else loves Grease 2? Who? Gabrielle Union. Oh, that's random. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Heard her on a podcast and she was just like going on and on and on about 
Grease 2 and how much it was amazing and underrated. It is it is amazing right. and underrated. I'm going to have to watch it again because it's been a while, but I got made fun of at work one day because I said that I liked it and everyone told me that that was wrong. It's it's not wrong. <laughs> how dare they? It has the, the Sagal twins, Liz and Jean Sagal from Double Trouble are <gasps> in it as the little twin cheerleaders. I had no idea. Yep. That's cute. Wild. Yep. Iconic. But anyway, like like Michelle Pfeiffer's look in that movie is like some kind of imprinted style goals that I have tried to emulate for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. So anyway, wow. Well, that was we. I think that was all of our formal questions. What did we not talk about, Rachel? What is what is some obscure corner of musicalness that we have not covered? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I just love musicals. I love going to them. I was really sad this year because one of the things, one of the first things that COVID canceled for me was a Broadway trip where I was going to see six with with some friends. And I was so excited to see that. Now it's worse for the cast of six that never got to open on Broadway. Yeah. So acknowledge that. (laughs) And worse for like so many other people for so many other reasons. I've been safe and healthy and so are all my loved ones. So yeah, canceled trip, not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And I was very sad that that trip got canceled i just i love going to see them i find them they just like transport you to this other place mm-hmm. i went to see one i didn't mention but i love very very much is dear evan hansen mm-hmm. and i went to see that gosh i guess it was last year now i don't know time has gotten very strange mm-hmm. but i had heard it before and it's one where the The cast album is good, but it does not tell you the story very well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this stuff on stage, I was a sobbing wreck Aww. the whole way through, pretty much. Oh, wow. And it was just incredible. And Hades Town, I saw on that trip as well, which mm. was wonderful. And I think both of you would really like that, actually. Actually, Tom is really into the the soundtrack of that. He really likes that. So yeah, mm. nice, cool. nice. And I just, you know, I've gotten my spouse to go see musicals and he has actually liked them most of the time, (laughs) which I didn't totally expect. But like he loves Wicked. He loved Book of Mormon a lot. He liked Rent, but was really bummed out by it, which is fair. Mm -hmm. And he went to see Les Mis with me. It was like, this is our couple thing that we're going to do because I want to on our honeymoon. (laughs) His was we went to a tank museum. It was very fair. (laughs) (laughs) but he went to see Les Mis with me there in London and we just both loved it and it's just something I love to do and it's something live theater is something I miss so much this year yeah and Mm -hmm. I never go see just plays I don't know that I've ever gone to see just a play I always go to musicals it's never even occurred to me when I'm going to New York to like go to the TKTS booth and be like what don't you sing here? Yeah, interesting. Because I, I like plays too, but interesting. So what was the last musical you got to see live before the world ended? <laughs> what was the last musical I got to see live before the world ended? It might have been Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Mine was The Book of Mormon. was about a nice. year ago. What about you, Carrie? My last one, I believe, was Anastasia. Oh. Mm, yeah. So cool. that was really, really good. So I forgot to ask us what musical, when life returns to normal, should the three of us go see together? I mean, at this point, I will go see anything. (laughs) (laughs) 
I would, you know what? I would really love to see all of our favorite musicals together and to experience that. Like I've never even real like Men of La Mancha. I've heard of it, but I have known nothing about it. Okay. Now I know it's based on Don Quixote. I would love to do that. And I mean, I've seen Wicked, but I will happily see it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I think it would be fun to experience each other's favorite musicals through each other a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. We'll have to have a wild weekend of that someday. <laughs> <laughs> and now I know that the movie version of Man of La Mancha musical is not good. Right. Because I tried to watch that and didn't like it. But maybe I would like the stage version. You would like the stage version, yes. Okay. And I think part of the main problem is they cast people who looked the part but could not sing, and they did not get singing <laughs> doubles. So it was just Yikes. really bad. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, that is a challenge sometimes. There were some real clunkers in the most recent movie of Les Mis. Mm. I loved it. Do not get me wrong. I saw it more than once in theaters, but... Certainly some of those people could not sing quite as well as they thought they could. (laughs) I will say it's interesting. None of us mentioned Cats, and I actually really like the soundtrack for Cats, but I have no desire to see the Cats movie (laughs) at all. I only want to see the Cats movie under very specific non-PG circumstances. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have one last question, if that's cool. Yeah. I know this is going to be a really hard question, so you don't have to think about it too hard. But if you would leave listeners with your all-time favorite song from a musical, what song would it be? That is so mood-dependent. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's true. That is so mood-dependent. That's fair. I think... I'm, I'm thinking. You can't see me doing it, but I'm thinking. <laughs> KW, do you have a... An answer while she thinks. I I have a lot swirling through my head, but in terms of sheer like pageantry and feel good musical songs, I think seventy six trombones from the Music Man is pretty jolly. Yeah, that is very jolly. Mm-hmm. What about you, Carrie? Mine. Yeah, I didn't think about this too hard, so I'm gonna just default to Wicked. But Defying Gravity mm. is a super great empowerment song, and I remember having chills (laughs) when I saw it for the first time. Actually, a funny kind of story is Anna Gasteyer, what played Elphaba in the Chicago version that we went to see. And we were kind of, yeah. The Christmas tree. The Christmas tree. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And we were kind of like, oh, is she really going to be able to sing? And she was fantastic. So I had chills during that. Nice. It's a wonderful act closer as well. Mm. Oh, for sure. Mm I listen to it before I go to job interviews. Oh, that's nice. It's your pump up music. (laughs) Okay. So I think this is very much based on my mood right now. Mm -hmm. As we are waiting on election results, Um, we're recording this the day after election day. So it's very tense. Uh, (laughs) And (laughs) I think my two that just popped into my head that I feel like are so important. One is Wait For It from Hamilton, Mm -hmm. which is one of my all time favorite musical songs, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And one is Do You Hear the People Sing from Les Mis. And then one is You Will Be Found from Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. It's just really beautiful. And there's a version of it that Ben Platt, who was the original, like, was the original Evan, he and Les Mis Miranda teamed up and did one called Found Tonight, which is a mashup of You Will Be Found and Story of Tonight from Hamilton. Mm-hmm. 
they put it out after Parkland. Oh. And oh. it is, like, I cry watching the video. It's so moving and so powerful and so wonderful. And I think those are the things that I'm just kind of, like, holding close right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they're top of my list right now. That's great. So great, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, who's that? Oh, Hazel? Hazel? What, Hazel? Did she you... agrees. <laughs> She's singing. She's oh, doing boy. cats. She's she singing definitely, definitely leave Hazel's contribution in, please. Yes. <laughs> I will do that. She's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, as always, for joining us. And we'll have to have you on again soon when we recap the end of the current mass singer season more mm-hmm. sure yes I'm very excited so next week you can join us to talk about some exciting pop culture topics that we haven't decided on yet it's a surprise <laughs> our theme music is by joseph mcdade you can find me on twitter at carrie gessner and you can find me on twitter at kw taylor writer and you can find us together on twitter at pause pop podcast and rachel can people find you on instagram People can find me on Instagram if they so choose. I am at kittycat2302. Awesome. And if you prefer to email us, you can do that at positivelypopculture at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay healthy and safe. And join us next time for another episode of Pause Pop. <laughs>